ladies, welcome to the Created Woman Podcast, where faith meets fashion. This show is for dreamers, doers, and entrepreneurs. And of course, fashionistas, I want to help you discover your God-sized dream and purpose. Because as created women, we are called to create for the good of others. So let's take the journey together. This is the Created Woman Podcast, and I'm your host, Heather Frierson. Hey friends, fellow dreamers, doers, entrepreneurs, welcome to the show. I am so glad you're here. It's going to be a good one. This month at Create a Woman, we're focusing on our fifth principle, health. And on today's show, we get to talk to Gina, who just wrote her first book, The One Woman. And I know you are going to identify with Gina's story so much. And really, it got me thinking about the first time that I realized my health was so important to my purpose. It's true. Let me say it again. My health and your health is so important to fulfilling our purpose. Let me just tell you a little story. I remember the morning really vividly as I sat at a table watching women at this networking event I was attending years ago wander in the room, greeting one another and introducing each other with smiles. Each one had their own business or represented one. I'm sure you've been to some of these meetings before. As I sat there watching and listening, I began to feel a little out of place for sure because I was representing a ministry instead of a business. The language everyone spoke felt really different and unfamiliar, yet I was so intrigued by all the conversations and the confidence that filled the air. I wanted to be a part of it for sure. And on this particular day, there was a lot of excitement too because today would be different from the rest. The special guest was no other than the founder herself who was in town to speak to our little chapter that was really part of a national organization. She was so beautiful, successful, of course, and her family life seemed like a dream from social media, of course. As she spoke with a microphone in hand, she walked back and forth between the tables, making eye contact with each of us and really encouraging us as women to walk towards our purpose and our mission and our businesses and pursuits. I was so energized, and although it was not evident in her specific words, I could tell by certain phrases she spoke, you know what I mean, that she believed in Jesus too. This woman, who had all the success in the world, spoke about giving a tenth and many other things that if you didn't know Jesus, you would still agree were really good principles to live by. Then suddenly, she said a phrase that I had never heard before, but one I would repeat often in the years to come. She said this, if I am not physically fit, I cannot run my race with endurance. You know, the scripture in Hebrews chapter 12, verse one says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race marked before us. At that moment, I knew I had just heard a life-changing phrase, one that I'd never actually heard in any church service. I knew the scripture just like you do, but had never heard it explained that way before. I don't know if I missed it or if it's just never been said in church. I mean, even at the time, I was still dancing full-time and working out, but I never put the two together like I did that day. When I sat in that room, full of women who were actually running their race, their businesses and purpose, that scripture became alive in such a big way. 
And I begin to see things in a whole new light because this woman who spoke, who I believe knew Jesus and had built a national company that was successful and profitable, understood the principle that she must take care of her physical body so that she can do the very thing that God called her to do. You guys, Gina's book and what she talks about today is going to dive into this concept a lot better than I can ever do because she really takes us on a journey. It's the well woman journey. And I know that you're going to love it and you're going to want to go out and get her book right after this because I'm telling you, it's worth the read and it's worth knowing how you can run your race with endurance. Enjoy. Hey, Gina. Hi, Heather. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I think this is your second time being on the show. You were on a panel about a year ago this time. That is true. I was, yes, with Stacey Barbo. Yeah, because our last Gather Her, which was our monthly event for Creative Women, you, which was March 12th, 2020, the day before lock it, lockdown, you were on a pot panel with Stacey about purpose. I was. Yes, I was. And then we everyone started Zooming everything. And yeah. so we did a, a podcast like on Zoom. Zoom. Yeah, we did. So a year later, we're back talking to you because a lot has changed. A lot has changed. In a good way. I mean, of course, we've all had COVID, but you took advantage of some time here that you had. I did. I totally did. And things that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Yeah. So we're going to dive into it. But before we do, you're coming straight from work and you're looking fantastic. Tell us what you're wearing. Oh, thank you. So I'm just wearing a little top and a necklace. And then I have this, my favorite thing, I don't know if you notice this, but this skirt, it's kind of goes to the knees and I bought it off of Facebook and I had never bought anything like oh. this, but it has pockets Love the pockets, and it has shorts <gasps> under it. Okay. That's perfect. So I so don't this, just have to describe it a little bit more. You have a black pencil skirt on, yes. which every woman needs. Yes. But that has shorts underneath. Yes. Yes. So I'm a nurse practitioner. So I'm in the clinic and I have to sit on a stool in front of people and I have to bend over sometimes. So I don't wear skirts like this very often until I found this thing. And now I feel like I can do anything. I love it. You look good. (laughs) Thanks. Okay. So we're going to talk today because you just wrote a book. You wrapped it up at the end of COVID. Before COVID, really, I feel like it was published November 2020. Yes, yes. And it's for the well woman, which we're going to get into. But before people just turn off the podcast because they might be new to the show and they're like, oh, I don't need another health book. (laughs) Tell us what this book is not. Okay. So this book is definitely not, it's it's not going to give you specific. I don't want to say this wrong. So I'm going to give you specific instructions to follow a certain plan. Mm-hmm. It's not going to criticize you or and make you feel bad for for certain choices that you're mm-hmm. making in your life. It is not going to to encourage you to pursue health in a way that doesn't fit you. It's it's more of helping you to to become well in a way that you were always meant to be. And when you talk about the well woman, it's just not one side. No. You talk about the whole woman in this book. Yeah. And at the beginning of the book, which I love, and you share it again at the end, and I would love for you to share is what is the well woman? And I just want listeners to hear this. And you don't have to say the whole thing if you don't want to, but just a snapshot, a synopsis of when you say your title of the book is The Well Woman, A Journey to Wellness Through Loving Jesus. Who is the well woman? 
Okay, so that question actually I had to define when I was going into this book mm-hmm. just to 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 help me clarify me as the author what I was trying to say and for the reader for anyone reading the book what is it that we're trying to get at here. And the well woman, I wrote this this description and I'm I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll I'll read a little bit of it. It says the well woman, she loves the Lord with her whole heart. She loves others, loves herself, knows she is a daughter of the king, believes she's worthy of being loved, knows she is valuable to the Lord and acts according to what she knows and hears the Lord so loud and clear that the voices of her haters are simply background noise. And there's more, it goes on, but essentially she's not perfect because none of us are Mm -hmm. and she doesn't necessarily have it all together, but she makes choices to pursue being well Mm -hmm. and lives her life in a way that just seeks what God is trying to give her. And and so it's it's not something that is unachievable for anyone. And I think that's really important to know. It's it's kind of what no matter where you are in your life, no matter what you're going through, no matter how healthy or unhealthy you feel right now, this book takes you through how to become the well woman. Mm. Has this this I feel like has been a journey for you. It absolutely has. And, and, and that's, I think, important to know, like, as I, as I write this, or as I wrote this book, it, it's not that I'm there, you know, that I'm yeah. like, oh, I've achieved it. And now I need mm-hmm. to explain to all of you how to achieve it. That's really not what it is. It's a journey that we're, we're all still on. We're all a work in progress. And I talk about that. But I share in the book, a lot of my own experiences, things that I've either I've personally experienced or I've seen other women walk through. Mm -hmm. And so I share a lot of that real life stuff. So when you going in to, and I I don't want to keep talking about COVID, but what I think just inspires me about this whole season for you is that you were already going after that. You had already knew you were going to write, write, because you actually are and were, have been, I don't know how to say that, you are now part of the Creative Woman family, and you were writing blogs. I I want you to tell that story too, but you had said, hey, Heather, I want to take a step back from writing because it's time for me to write a book. Mm -hmm. And so during this season, how did it, how did the journey change for you during this season of writing? And what did you learn? Like when everything else is kind of shut down Mm -hmm. and you, I feel like everybody had to go through a new process to figure out who they are and you're writing about this woman. Mm-hmm. What changed for you? It's a great question. So I actually started writing the book a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think for a while I didn't I I knew in my head the message that I wanted to convey. I wanted to equip and empower and inform women of of how to be well and how to be healthy, how to how to live well. And I started the book a number of years ago, but I wasn't really, for a while, I I was more toying with it. I wasn't really Mm -hmm. serious about it. And at actually at the end of 2019 was when maybe about like September, October, 2019 was when I got serious about it. Mm -hmm. And when I say I got serious, that's when I felt the Lord telling me like, it's, it's time, it's time time. we're, you know, we're done playing with this. It's time. (laughs) And and then COVID happened when I was in the process of, mm-hmm. of pursuing writing it and, 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 you know, really making space in my schedule, in my, in my days, in my calendar to pursue writing. And I did step back from Created Woman, which was 
a hard thing to do. And I think that's important for people to hear, like even things that you love and enjoy, letting go of them is not necessarily a bad thing. It opens Mm -hmm. up the the door or the time in your schedule to be able to do other things. And if that's what you're meant to do, then the Lord's going to work it out for your good and their good, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and so other, I left the writing team and other people came on and they're doing amazing things. And so as I went into that season, what I, I think actually COVID gave me back some time, gave me the ability because all the other things we were doing stopped. (laughs) And so suddenly I had time in my schedule and so did a lot of other people. And so it actually freed up some, some time for me to be able to dedicate to the book and also some time to do things that I hadn't, I hadn't done that I knew I needed to do like creating platforms and email subscriptions and, and just all the fun things, all the fun things (laughs) that I had put off and, and didn't really want to do, but knew I needed to do. And, and so I think during that time, I just, I just gained a lot of freedom to pursue in a way that I hadn't before. Yeah. I love that. So you, we're going to backtrack for just a minute. And then I want you to talk about the three biblical truths about the well woman. But how did you come into, share your story about how you came into Creative Woman, and you've said yourself just how it kind of came full circle with this book, and what that can look like for other women. Yeah, so how I came into Creative Woman was, I I started writing just for myself, and I had absolutely no intention to ever share my writing with anyone else, <laughs> and and of course God, Isn't that funny, yeah, it's funny, <laughs> and so I had no intention of sharing that. But over time, I did start sharing some of my writing with just social media groups I was a part of, and at the same time, I was leading a women's Bible study. And I really just had this, I know it was the Lord now, but I just had this undeniable urge, this need, this urgency to talk to the women in my life about wanting to write a, to write more. At the time, it wasn't necessarily writing a book, but just to write more. I had no idea how to go about doing that. I thought, should I start a blog? I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And so one night at Bible study th- that I was leading, I I shared with my friends there with the group that I was feeling called to write and I I didn't know how to go about doing that and and you know doing that was really for me a little bit hard because yeah. you're afraid that I don't know I don't know what I was afraid it just of. It makes it vulnerable when you're sharing any dream I think. Any dream. It's very vulnerable yeah. and you think are people going to think I'm crazy? Are people going to think I'm full of myself? But it instantly, instantly in in a split second, two of the ladies there said, "You should write for Creative Woman." And I was like, <laughs> "What? What is Creative Woman?" I had never heard of it. Wow. And so I went online looked it up, fell in love with the concept and the idea. I contacted Heather, we met, and then I started writing for Created Woman. And so then from there, Created Woman was just a huge pivotal part in this journey for me as well. Not only just the encouragement to live purposefully, you know, and and pursue Mm -hmm. purpose and to follow your dreams and all of the core principles that we talked about, the things that I was learning and as a writer, learning, you know, learning myself as I'm writing these mm-hmm. blogs for all that time, but just being connected with other women who had maybe written a book or, or walked a similar path who could guide me. There were, there were mastermind sessions that we did where mm-hmm. I talked about, you know, writing a book and what to do. And people gave me great insight. So just over those 
couple of years probably at least mm-hmm. that I was doing doing that. It was a huge being a part of Creative Woman just was a huge part of my journey in being able to get to the point of saying, "Okay, I'm ready. Like yeah. I'm ready to write this book." Yeah. I love that. I love how one simple step of saying this is what I want to do opens a whole big door. And that, you know, that's your story for Creative Woman, but that could be a story for somebody else that looks different. Just saying, this is what I want to do and I feel the Lord's telling me to do just is a huge step. It is a huge step. And that I, I wanted to share that story because I think it's important for anybody to know we, we want to hold on to our dreams for ourselves. Mm-hmm. you know, not, not in a selfish way, I don't mean, but because we're scared to share them with the world. And the moment that you share your dreams mm-hmm. with the world is the moment that the Lord can bring people in to help you. And yeah. so until you do that, nobody else can help you. Nobody else knows yeah. what you want to do. So it was a huge, it was a, a, a huge step and I believe a pivotal point mm-hmm. that kind of changed things for me. Yeah. So I want to dive a little bit more into The Well Woman. And one of the things that stood out to me was that you share three really core biblical truths to become the well woman. And you talk about that, about identity, worth, and value, Mm -hmm. how those are three things that contribute to being a well woman. And as people hearing this, they might think physical health, but why are these three so important before the physical health? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. In the book, I it it takes a little bit in the book to get to the physical part because I think that you you have to have the motivation and you have to have your mind right and your heart set right in yeah. order to be able to pursue the physical things. And those three in particular, the the reason that I picked those identity, worth, and value are because I, I myself and what I've seen other women, I've just seen so many women struggle with these three things. It's so important to know, as far as identity, it's so important to know who you are, mm-hmm. that you're a daughter of the king, that you know, you're know you not the roles that, that you're in, you're not the titles that you hold. And, and that's so important because roles change in life. And so like for women, becoming a mother, you know, is, mm-hmm. is an important part sometimes or becoming a wife. And then if that changes, your kids grow up or you're no longer a wife, yeah. you're no longer married or in, in your career, this has happened to me a lot of times, you know, you, you start to identify with a certain job that you have and then suddenly you don't have that job mm-hmm. anymore. Then you're like, who am I? So knowing who you are is is so key and i see women struggling with that and then worth i think for for me and for a lot of women i i talk about in the book how um most of us are willing to give generously with our time and our money and our talents for worthy causes mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't see ourselves as as worthy of being invested in mm-hmm. we don't we don't see ourselves as as worthy of of as being as worthy of being loved yeah. and it's so important when you know that you're a daughter of the king you know that that you are god's then you when you lean into that and you develop a relationship with him you learn that you're worthy of his love and and so that just opens up so much and then yeah value is, you know, when you know what your worth is, value kind of says, how worthy are we? You know, how, how, how much is there value in me? And I talk about feeling unseen in the book, and I kind of share the story of Hagar, and how, 
how in the Bible, if you're not familiar, she was she was basically made to carry a child for for Sarah, and then had had to give up that child. And she was in that process abused and kind of neglected and cast aside. And I felt, I'm sure, very devalued. And in that process, God meets her. And she says, you know, this is the God that that sees me. Mm-hmm. And it's just so important that we know as women that who we are, that we are worthy of God's love, that we're worthy of, of being invested in, and that we're valuable to God. Mm-hmm. He wants to use us. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's that I think those three things, when you know those three things, then you're like, all right, I'm ready to work on me. I'm ready yeah. to I'm ready to invest in myself. Yeah. But why, why do you feel like, because I hear, I, I, you know, I think we all can identify with this where we set these like maybe New Year's goals or summer's coming goals and, you know, to work out and to get healthy, but that's not the beginning of the journey. So why is that? Why is it more important to have your worth, your identity and your value in order to say, you know what? I just, I do need to be healthy and it's becomes bigger than that. How how does that even go together? Because there might be women listening that's like, girl, I know I'm worth it. I'm valuable. I know my identity. I still don't want to work out. I still want to go have my dessert and cake and all the things or whatever or my pasta. For me, it's like pasta. Yeah. So why is it important to be well woman all around mind, spirit and body? Why is it important? Yeah. Well, I think the number one answer, (laughs) why is it important? I think there's really two questions there. So why is it important? Because we can't do the things that we were made to do. We can't walk out the life that God intends for us to walk out if we're not at our best. And listen, I don't think that God, I, I even say this somewhere in the book. I I think it's in the physical chapter, but I don't think that God expects perfection. Mm -hmm. Like he, he knows that we're going to enjoy the pasta sometimes. And you know what? I, I I think that he wants us to, he tells us he wants us to have life abundantly. Like he wants us to enjoy the things. And so it's okay to indulge, indulge a little bit here and there. And you talked about you eating the half pan of brownies. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, we can't indulge excessively or we shouldn't, we shouldn't, yeah. right? That's not good for us. And so, so I, th- I think to the, the first question, that's, that's why it's important to, mm-hmm. to be consistent about pursuing health and wellness, because it, that's the only way that we can truly be able to live the life that God wants us to live. But why is it important to know all of that ahead of time, you know, before you even start working out, before you even start mm-hmm. start making the, you know, joining the diet program, subscribing to Weight Watchers, whatever it is, you know, joining the gym. But before you do all that, I think it's important to know where you're going. Like, what are you mm-hmm. aiming for? And I think a lot of times, I see this a lot in my practice, in my work. A lot of times people know that there's an issue. Let's say they know they're overweight. And they know they need to lose weight, but they don't give a lot of thought to the why. Mm -hmm. And that's really where the motivation comes in. That's really where the long term, you know, being being willing to make those healthy choices more often than not comes Mm -hmm. in when you know your why. And so for a Christian knowing that you're living your life for God, that you were made by a creator who designed you to live a life, an amazing life, and to do amazing things for his kingdom. 
and and who loves you so much that he sent his son to die for you, that is motivating to yeah. me long term. Like those are big things. To look good in a pair of shorts, like that is not motivating for me long term. Yeah. Like yeah. at some point I'm like, you know what? I'm like about to be 40 and I just don't really care that much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> if I, yeah. if I, I want to yeah. look good in shorts, but you know, if I don't, it's okay. Yeah. And so those things are not motivating long term. So I think it's important to to ask yourself why. Mm -hmm. And for me, that answer became knowing the love of the Lord and loving him so much that I wanted to honor the life that he was giving me. Yeah. You talk a lot about the temple. I do. And I, I think just one of the things that just to sum up what you just said that I wrote down was once you know your purpose, which is the first half of the book, then you need to be able to actually live it, but you can't live it mm -hmm. unless you're taking care of the temple. Mm -hmm. Can you dive into that just a little bit about how our bodies are the temple and how we should look at that? Absolutely. Not giving away the whole book because everybody needs to go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that section, when I talk about, about the temple, I didn't want to necessarily get to too deep into scripture and, and the theology. I, I'm not a theologian, but the, the, the idea that our bodies are a temple was something that I personally struggled with. And, you know, knowing that, that your body is a temple and that it was made by God and to honor him, it, it sort of felt like that whole submitting thing, you know, that I, I have to submit my body completely. And it's like, well, isn't my body my own? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's kind of like when the Bible tells us that we have to submit to our husbands as a wife, you know, that's like, well, I don't really want to do that all the time. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really think always I should, but the, the reality is the temple. So when you, when you get into what the temple is, it was where God's presence was for the people. In the Old Testament, that was before Jesus came. Mm -hmm. And so in order for the people to connect with God, they went to the temple. And that was the place where they where they met God, where they found God. Mm -hmm. And so if our bodies are a temple, they're a representation of mm -hmm. God to those around us. Yeah. And I really can't do that very well if I'm not healthy, if I'm not taking mm -hmm. good care of myself. I don't have to be perfect because honestly, none of us are. Mm -hmm. And people relate to someone who has maybe their similar imperfections. Yeah, and so it's okay to not be perfect, but I need to be trying to honor the temple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that was is a big why and just the aha for me and a lot of people over the years, like, and really a big principle why we talk about health and creative woman is once you know your purpose, you need to run your race well. But if you're not healthy, you really can't run. No. You're going to do a really slow walk. Yeah. 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 You're not going to get as far. You're not going to get as far in your purpose. So I love that. So you built this community, the well woman community. What do you feel is the next step for you as an author, as this trailblazer for this well woman community what do you feel like are the next steps and how can women connect with you okay so I have a lot of things that I think I think are possible next steps but I I really want to equip and inform and empower women to live well and so you can find me on Instagram at wellwoman.blog and so I post my blogs there, some encouragement, some Wednesday wellness things, and you can subscribe to my email from there too. 
But for well women, eventually what I'd like to see is I'm a teacher by nature. Like that's, I I like to teach. And and if you read the book, you, you'll see that, that it's kind of in that style. You know, I I try to break things down into simple, digestible concepts that, that are just easy for people to understand. And so I'd like to see it be a teaching platform. And that there would be Bible studies and uh, possible conferences, wellness conferences and and things of that nature. And so those are those are my big dreams for the future. But right now for for right now, dreams, Gina, those are big dreams. And and hey, I said, you got to say them out loud. I just said them out loud. So so if you want to help me, (laughs) if if the Lord's tugging at your heart. No, (laughs) no, but but for real. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) seriously. No. So right now, right now, I just want to get this book into women's hands and to help women to make small little choices every day to pursue the life that God would have for them That's awesome. and to live it well. You do break a lot of things down. You are a teacher. Mm -hmm. And as I was reading it, you do, you're very clear, but you're very simple in your presentation. Mm -hmm. And then at each chapter, you have reflection questions, which are so helpful. So Mm -hmm. this is something to really, I believe, an easy read for everybody that's not just motivational, but teaching on how to Mm -hmm. live out the journey and the purpose that God created you for. Mm -hmm. It's really good. So that's why we're going to do a giveaway. So can you tell us about the giveaway? Oh, yes. So... We are going to be giving away a copy of The Well Woman, A Journey to Wellness Through Loving Jesus. And how do they, how do they get, well, we'll probably just how do they join? we probably just do that on the post. Okay. So okay. we'll okay. just do that. Okay. So find out how to enter to win for the giveaway. Okay. On social media. Okay. But what, what's going to happen with the proceeds? Oh, so that part of it, I'm very excited about. So... You can get my book on Amazon. So we'll do a giveaway, but you can purchase a copy on Amazon. And for the month of May, the entire month of May, 100% of the proceeds, what I get from the sales, will go to Created Woman. Yes, to then equip and empower women to be who they were created to be. That's very kind. I'm excited to do it's it. Exciting. It is exciting. Everybody needs to get this book. So, and if you're thinking about getting the book, it's a fantastic gift for Mother's Day or even after Mother's oh, yeah. Day for the women in your life. You know, not just for you, but but for your mom, your sister, your daughter, whoever it may be. Well, when you had your book launch, I mm-hmm. know I did it, but mm-hmm. several other people, they would buy more than one. Yeah. And you've had responses from all kind of different, because you've told me, yeah. age brackets, demographics, all the things. And I wanted you to share one in particular that I remember, and then we'll go to the rapid fire. But you told me about someone, like a friend, that bought it just to be a friend. Uh-huh. And then she was like, oh. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So I'm trying to think of the one that you're talking about in particular. I think I know what you're talking about, but I, I've had several, and I'll tell you what's so interesting to me <laughs> is the parts that that I thought would stick out to people. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes some they do, some they don't, but sometimes people will send me a picture of a certain page, a certain quote, and I'm like, I I didn't think that that was anything special. <laughs> you know? I didn't remember probably. Yeah, I didn't even remember. I'm like, did I write that? But but I think that that one of the things that has has stood out to me the most is that so many people have have said to me like I've I've laughed, I've cried mm-hmm. and and this part in particular, whatever it is for them, has helped them so much. And 
freed them from the things that were holding them back, maybe their self-criticism about a certain thing or whatever it was, and really, truly equipped them to move forward in pursuing their health journey. And I know that's why I wrote the book, but sometimes you doubt, like, is this really what it's going to do? So so it's been really, really neat to hear people say that it really did do that for them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Me too. Okay. We're going to break some myths on some rapid fire questions. Okay. Or just maybe get your opinion. Okay. 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 Fad diets or lifestyle? Lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> lifestyle. Fad diets. I'm not going to say they don't work, but you need to choose a diet that you're going to be able to stick with long term. Yeah. Because as soon as you stop, whatever it is, you will, if you're trying to lose weight, you'll gain the weight back. Or whatever it is that you were trying to do, it will revert back. You have to go with the lifestyle. Yeah. Gym or no gym? Oh, well, I think that's your preference, matter of preference. But I do think that gyms, I'm a member of a gym, a certain type of gym. And I think that gyms can offer support and community around exercise and fitness. So I think that they're awesome. I think the problem comes in when people, so this goes back to when I talk about motivation and before you start mm-hmm. doing all the things, getting your motivation right, because sometimes people think, oh, I, I need to get healthier, I'm going to join a gym before they even really think about, do I have time to go to the gym? Is this near my house? Is this going to work for my lifestyle? So I think the more important question is what's going to work for you. That's good. Okay. If someone's sitting here going, I don't do any of that stuff. I don't eat healthy. I don't exercise. I don't read my Bible. I don't do anything. Where do they start? (laughs) Where do you start? I think you have to be honest with yourself, you know, and, and take a little evaluation and what I would start with, first of all, I, I think prayer and ha- all those things that we talked about, identity, worth, value, knowing what how the Lord sees you is, is so important. So I would start with just getting your heart right and prayer. Mm-hmm. But once you've done that, I think you have to just pick one thing. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to take on everything at once Mm -hmm. and then you'll get discouraged because you can't keep up with all of it. So I think you start with one goal. I remember you said in the book one time you didn't know what to pray. So you prayed about praying. I did. (laughs) I did. Actually, that was a big struggle. I was, I was struggling in my prayer life. I I was feeling like I was praying, Uh but I couldn't hear from God. I didn't feel like I was connecting with him and I struggled with it for a while. And then I was listening to a podcast and someone talked about praying over your prayer life. And I thought, well, duh, why didn't I think of that? (laughs) (laughs) And so I prayed over my prayer life and, and it it got better. So if you could leave with one thing for women to know, what's the one thing you want them to know and take away from this book? I think the one thing that I want women to know is that you can live the life that God created you to live and you can start living it today. Mm-hmm. And I think that you need to know that this is two things, but I think that you need to know that God has already given you what you need. And it's really just up to us to make choices every day to take hold of that. And so I think it's just so important for us to know that you can live life well. Okay, finish this sentence. I was created to... To help people be well. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your story and go get the book. Thank you, Heather. Man, I just love Gina and I'm so glad you got to hear her stories. 
I want to tell you one last thing before we go today, and that is Gina has been so generous to offer 100% of her book sales this month for the month of May to go back to Create a Woman Foundation. So if you're thinking about buying that book or planning on it, go do it this month and get a book that's amazing that will change your life and also give back to Create a Woman. So go buy one, go buy two, go buy three, however many you need one, your friends need one. But thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today. And if you want to do more, join our online community where you'll find weekly devotionals and resources you can take with you everywhere. A very special thanks to our CW friends who support this podcast and all of our programs through monthly donations. It's because of your generosity, women around the world are being equipped and empowered to be who they are created to be. For all of this and more, visit createdwoman.net and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Kate Suquette and you're listening to the Created Woman Podcast.